Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hello there, everybody. It's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel the Breeze, man, and I've got Mike Kapler, the Cap. I'd like to introduce you to my good friend, the Cap. That's right. We've been friends, Cap, for how long? It's, uh, oh man, I I met you at the radio station in 94, I guess was what it was, 1994, so going on... 17 years this year, I guess. Working at a radio station, you were the PD, you were the program director. You were the man who was in charge of so many, you know, just what went on the air, the songs that went on the radio and all that type of stuff. And here I was, was this this little nobody with no radio experience who thought, all right, I'll, <laughs> I'll volunteer to be a DJ. And I had no clue what I was doing. But somehow through all of that, this came about program going in grace and here we are that's how it all started you never know you never know what's going to unfold because that was over 15 years ago uh when we met that way and yeah it was it was kind of a small station so uh i did wear a lot of hats and uh i, I miss it um i haven't done it for a while but uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, one one thing we learned early on when we started that joel and and you joined us one thing a couple of us learned very early on is that God, it it doesn't always turn out the way you think it's going to turn out. You know, uh, God doesn't always move or uh, show up in ways that you, you, you just sometimes He's just different, and we just got to be careful about thinking that God's going to do it this way. Mm-hmm. And so, well, but one thing we discovered was that it seemed like the, the Lord loved laughter and uh, making people laugh, causing them to uh, to put a smile on their face. There's there's a huge ministry in that. I think there's a uh, it's a manifestation of joy, if you will. I, I, that's such a powerful thing because there are so many people walking around with, with heavy burdens, some even in, in forms of depression and struggles and, and their own guilt and condemnation. And, and so, you know, joy, to me, laughter is just, it can be at least a, a manifestation of joy in someone's life. And I think as, as we talk about our identity in Christ, really, his joy is in us. Sometimes we just aren't aware of it and aren't able to, you know, tap into it because we just aren't sure about our identity in him. It's true. I think a lot of people are going around, oh man, they know all they know all the list of stuff that they're supposed to be doing, so to speak, but they really don't have that joy because they don't know who they are. They don't know who God is. They don't really know. You know, they hear the words, God loves you. And they hear about God's unconditional love and His grace, but they, do they really believe it? Do they really know it? Do they really understand the truth? Or are they focused on, as we've been talking about for the past few weeks, you know, are they focused on themselves and, and how they think they're supposed to go around doing all these things and never really get to know Christ because they're so focused on doing stuff? Getting back to something else you were saying there, Cap, just that gift of humor, how... how humor ministers to people just one thing on that you know if a person looks around and and they see all these spiritual gifts that are listed in the bible 
whether it be prophecy or tongues or serving somehow or all these different lists. You can find them in Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians 12 and pastor and teacher and all these things. And you think, I don't see any of those things in, in myself. You know what? That's all right, because just because you don't see it in the Bible doesn't mean it's not how God is going to minister to people through you. I don't see the gift of comedy or the gift of humor in the Bible, and yet I see God ministering to people through that avenue so many times in this life. And so just be yourself. Let God work out of the person that he's made you to be, and don't worry about if you see your particular ministry listed in the Bible or not, because God is so much bigger than uh, we make him out to be a lot of times. He can be so much bigger in your life. Just trust in him to do what he's doing in and through you, and learn to trust the natural talents and gifts that you have, and use those to bless other people. I guess that's all I wanted to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I agree with you. I totally agree. And, you know, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about uh, some foundational things uh, about the gospel and faith in Christ and uh, why they are so important, why we need to stay focused and just constantly be reminded of some things. Because, you know, like like James said, sometimes you you can look in a mirror and walk away from it and forget what manner of person you are. And so we want to try to help prevent that by reminding you and us about some of the most important aspects of the Christian life, one of those being that you are now a righteous individual, completely forgiven, and understand the the real goodness of God and how he desires to be in relationship with us. I mean, it's, it's so much different than religion. So with that in mind, Joel, let's talk about something that we really haven't focused a lot on here over the last five or six years doing this program. Just the very essence of belief, believing. You know, we refer to ourselves as Christians. We often refer to ourselves as believers. I believe it was in Acts 16 where Paul and Silas were in in jail. God supernaturally freed them. The jailer was going to kill himself. And Paul said, no, wait, don't do that. We're still here. We haven't gone anywhere. And, And the guy, you know, the jailer says, well, what must I do to be saved? They replied and just said, believe, believe on the Lord Jesus. And so let's talk about belief. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say, believe in Jesus? I mean, what what, what is a believer? What is a believer? And, you know, I think a lot of things come to my mind, and I'm sure a lot of things come to our listeners' mind as well. It's kind of like when we ask the question, what is the gospel? I asked that question, what is the gospel, on my Facebook page not too long ago, got myriad of answers. And what is belief? Do I believe that something is true or not? Do I believe that Jesus Christ walked in the flesh? Do I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is the Son of Man? Do I believe that he was on the cross? And there's so many things that come to mind when I think about that. But I, I wonder, how in the world did I ever really come to believe in Christ? I mean, the cross and Jesus coming to the earth as a man, according to my Bible, happened 2,000 years ago. How is it that I am here and I believe in it? You know, how is it that somebody else can see the same thing that I see, the same evidence written in the same scriptures and, and even other other sources outside of the Bible that testify to the fact that 
Jesus was a real person, really did walk the earth, and they don't believe. How can a person read the same scriptures and not believe? I don't know. That's a question I've had. Maybe I'll turn that back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no, I, you know, it is, it's, it's a broad thing here. Look, it isn't just about believing God exists, because I know there are people out there who say they are atheists and they don't believe. I don't believe in atheists, and I'm not just trying to be cute here. <laughs> I, just, I just don't believe in them. I just think that's one of the silliest things uh, for somebody to suggest that they seriously don't believe in a higher power, that they don't believe, they just somehow believe this all accidentally happened. You have to have a lot of faith for something like that. I don't care how scientific you think you are. But really, what, what a lot of people who call themselves atheists, they're just people who are looking for some answers. They've got some good questions. They don't know the answers to them. And they're looking for some answers. And sometimes they, they hear some wrong information from people who call themselves believers. And that causes them to run even further from God, if they possibly can do that. I think there's a lot of things being said out there about, about God um, that I don't think is necessarily true at all. But that's what, you know, the, the atheist-type people get frustrated because they can't figure out why we're talking about a loving God and why all this stuff is still happening in the world. So they've got good, good questions, you know, they're looking for some answers, but I don't believe in atheists. So I, but I think it goes beyond just saying I, I think God exists. I think there's a, a Bible kind of believing, not that you necessarily even have had to read the Bible to have this, but there's mm -hmm. a, a belief that takes place that, that goes beyond like a credence to church doctrines or articles of faith. It's an act of the heart. It's just, it's an expression that takes place within the, the core of an individual that relies upon the work that Jesus Christ did at the cross. Having said that, I think there are a lot of people out there who think it has to be done this way. You know, I, I have quite a few different backgrounds, Joel. I started out in a Catholic church, later on uh, got involved in, in several different denominations, uh, full gospel, charismatic, independent, Baptist, Wesleyan, you know, you name it. Plus, being in Christian radio, I had connections with people from all sorts of different uh, denominational backgrounds. And so, there are those who think it has to be done this way. Well, you have to be baptized when you're a baby. Well, you have to be baptized when you're an adult. You have to say the sinner's prayer, confirmation, first communion, all these, the mass. I mean, all these different things that people think are necessary for them to come to faith. And, and I don't think any of those things are. I'm not criticizing those things, necessarily. It's just that uh, we, we come to faith through the heart. Mm -hmm. And maybe, like a lot of things in the Christian life, there's, there's a lot of things that we're not striving toward, uh, but we, we, we respond to them because we're in Christ, not to try to get inside of Christ, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I look back at my life, and I've heard about all those things, you know, the altar call, the handing out tracts, and people believing through that, and saying the sinner's prayer. I look back on my life, none of that ever happened in my life. I look back, and as far as I can remember, I've always believed. I don't know a time in my life when I didn't believe, and I don't know how it happened. I will be honest, you know, I, I grew up in the church, and so I heard this stuff, but I don't know how I came to believe versus other people who heard the same stuff that I did and didn't come to believe. I do think it comes back to, as you say, 
It's something that happens in the heart, you know, with the heart one believes, whether they've heard the, uh, the quote, gospel message or not, somehow God has a way of drawing people to himself. Uh, to me, what it comes down to is the response. And, and again, I don't know how this works, Cap. You know, I, I have more questions definitely in this aspect than I have answers, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but some, but I do know, like what you were saying, I don't think there's any set way, any one way that it, that it's going to happen with everybody. I think there's just a myriad of myriads of ways that God works in people. Yeah, and and I, there's no doubt there are some verses in the Bible that would indicate some things. You know, we we mentioned a few weeks ago Romans ten nine. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That's a famous one. So there are some scriptures there that give us an indication for our own assurance. Sometimes a heart belief can take place in so many different ways. I think that there's probably a lot of people in church who, who haven't ever really come to that place. And then there's a whole bunch of people who've never set foot inside of a church who have. So I, I think there's just, uh, as we were saying, Joel, a lot of different ways that one can come to faith, but there is one way in, in regards to, to becoming a, a believer in that faith, and that's through Jesus Christ. And you know, Jesus said before he went to be with the Father, he said, now go tell everybody this good news. Unfortunately, what a lot of people are telling isn't necessarily good news, and I think next week we can talk a little bit more about what really is the good news right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.